you want to record studio quality audio and video with anyone, anywhere around the world, then use Swatcast. I'm presently using Swatcast to record this episode and Swatcast doesn't compromise on audio or video quality. So for your virtual interviews and podcasting like I'm doing right now, use Swatcast. You can visit swatcast.fm for a 7 days trial. That's to say about the, the, the a, a, a little insight into the endowment policy of the G plan. As I mentioned earlier, all these are being reviewed. Once they, they are out for approval, we would begin to sensitize the public on it. Maybe it has already been in certain parts of the country, probably they're running a pilot program, but let's see how best okay. or how soon it will, it will come through. Yes, yeah, so like I was saying, that is just a little bit about the G plan policy. The duration runs from five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, for as long as you remain in active service. If you are young, if you take the policy, it means you have a longer period. Now, again, I mentioned that age and duration is very important in insurance. Yeah. It means so, the younger you are. Yeah, so right now, mm-hmm. since we are talking about age, sorry, sorry, since sorry, we are talking sorry. about age, um, at what age am I legally allowed to actually insure myself, insure my life or something? Okay, um, legally, we would say that um, Ghana here states that you once you attain the age of 60, you have to retire from active service. Okay. Okay. Now, it, it's good you even brought that up. That is another condition set for the final journey plan. If you make contributions to your retirement and are still alive, then onwards, you don't actually have to make any contributions further. It means you have actually insured yourself and you are now covered for as long as you remain alive. Okay. You get it. So once you pass and you are 60 years, you are no longer paying premiums. That's bring us back to your question. For anyone to be legally inclined or able to have an insurance policy, the person must first be at least 18 years old and mm-hmm. maximum 60 years old. Because it is believed that in this country, you can legally work when you're 18 and legally you have to retire when you're 60. When you're 60. Okay. Yes. And when we talk about insurance to keep an insurance policy active it means we need to receive constant payment of what we call premiums or contributions now once you retire what does it mean it means you're no longer going to receive premiums or you're no longer going to receive salary therefore your inability to pay premiums so that is the main logic behind ccs you can't have a policy with us you have actually reached the maturity age to be on any policy. You get it? Because you realize that once you cross that 60 mark, the risk involved in you falling down nine at any time is very, very high compared to when you are 18 years. 
<laughs> yeah, true. Forgive my bluntness when it comes to death, because <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I've encountered one too many times. <laughs> yeah, I get I, I get why it's what you do, so you have to mention it because it's yes, actually yes, because yes, yeah, we don't have to your life, meaning you know, good. Yeah. You know, sometimes people wish you could tell them um, you live forever, but you know, yes. If you know what's good for you, if you know that, if you, you come to accept the fact that no matter what, whatever you do, a day will come, you will no longer be among the living. And now you focus on the question that is going to be asked. What did I do for the people who are still alive in my name? That is when you have to take strict decisions now concerning your finances. Having an insurance policy is the best investment you can make for your family. And we all what you said right now. I'm also of the view. I totally agree, and I think it's the best thing um, a man or anyone can actually for their family or whoever you want to make your beneficiary. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So, so yeah. We, so we, should we should we should at least as as you work so far as you have any source of income. You should at least have one insurance policy, not just an insurance, life insurance policy. In Ghana, it is illegal not to have a general insurance that is insuring your vehicle. As an example, it is illegal to be driving a vehicle which is registered and not insured. So if we can place legalities on just mere objects, why don't we see the importance of insurance and apply it in our daily living? Or apply it in our lives. Let's yeah, move on and talk true, about and our... yeah, th- there are a lot of myths surrounding this, and would you just give clear and good insight on why we should actually practice this? And I'm of the view that we should actually practice this. And I do feel we a lot of people need more education, and I don't know how. Maybe it's still hand. In terms of the vehicle, like you made reference to, it's actually a crime. Like, it's crime for you to not insure your vehicles. Probably they should look for a way they can actually make allow make people like insure their lives. So in that aspect, I guess because at least the working class. But it's just that in terms of this, probably we we have not many people working. So they might be like, I'm not working. I'm doing hand to mouth. Like yes. people like to say, it's like, nothing to put down. I'm getting mm-hmm. into wages, so how do you expect me to ensure my life when I barely have enough to eat this very moment? Mm-hmm. Bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I still feel we need a lot of education in this aspect. That's a hard shit. Yeah. So until people realize that it is actually an essential of life, they would they wouldn't see the gravity to to not have it or how outrageous it would be to not have not to have an insurance policy, a life insurance policy. It's, it's just unheard of. Now, <laughs> let me talk about our last type of policy we would like to call the universal, like the name suggests, okay. universal. Allow me to speak a little bit. It is, it is, it reaches across the length, <laughs> the length and breadth of, of insurance policies. Now, it is only policy that sets a minimum amount for contribution. This is an example of our universal policies. We like to call the education policy. Now, it is simple. 
minimum 60 cities every month in the name of putting or making contributions or saving towards your own education now i am newly employed let's speak in the scope of uh, these uh, posted employees in our sector or in our country that is the teachers and the nurses and the doctors so okay. let's say a freshly oriented group of teachers have now been posted to a certain region they are generally young so it is rightly a Ghanaian, I would I don't know if I should just say a Ghanaian culture, but once you are young, you you have at least minimum uh, an HND or a diploma or um, a degree. No matter what, once you start making a certain earning, you would wish to feather or add a, 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 a more substance to your education. And it all boils down to finances, having enough, because at a certain age, you know that you can no longer call your, your old boy, Charlie, give me school fees for your master's program. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. Some do, though, but... But I get, get a job. Of, get a job. Yeah, get a job. Go to school if you want. I've, I've held your hand. You are here. Uh-huh. If I'm not deviating too much. So... That is just the uh, basic ideology of it, or having you to possibly put something down every month in the name of you having to further your education at a certain point in time. Now, these are the, the, the standards of the policy. First, taking the policy, it means you need to be at least 18 years. Now, if I take an universal policy, I decide from the minimum amount we accept or our least premium, you can decide to pay any amount you deem fit based on your financial status. Now, you can decide to pay 100 cities, you can decide to pay 200 cities every month, you can decide to pay 300 cities every month. So far as it doesn't eat into your, your red band, your threshold of comfortable living, it is just mm-hmm. some form of savings plus investments you are making towards your education. Now, after one year of making contributions to that particular policy, we realize that most people often meet um, unfortunate events, especially unforeseen circumstances, probably expecting some money from somebody and the person will disappoint. Now you, you, you have a deadline to meet and you have nowhere to mm-hmm. turn to. Then remember that, I've been contributing a year with SIC Life. I'm paying 500 students every month. It means a year, 500 contributions. I would have actually contributed somewhere around uh, 5 to 60, right? That is somewhere around yeah. 6,000. So in, 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 in one year, uh, I think I have 6,000 SIC, but I need money. Now, what we are saying is, after your first year contribution, we can grant you loan because you have an active policy with us. Okay. Now, the loan conditions are simple. We are not going to take any collateral whatsoever on the loan we are giving you. The only form of collateral we are going to be 
uh, we, we would term it collateral for easy understanding is that contribution you have made for the year, we will give you not more than 80% of that value. We give it to you as a loan. Now, every loan comes with an interest, okay? The reason why it becomes very important if it is in the first year is for the investment policies, you are allowed to take part of your own money after two years of taking a policy and again every year after taking your first partial withdrawal. So that is why when the first year comes in, it becomes very sensitive because somebody would be like, ah, it is my own money. You want to give it to me? Why are you giving it to me as well? We can only give you your own money when you have been able to exhaust that agreed period, which is two years of being on a policy before you can start accessing the money. Because it is, it is contractual. You are expecting value on the money you are keeping. That means you are expecting us to invest to bring you returns. You get it? Now, if I can invest to have a certain returns, I have stated that after two years, this is the investment I'm making and this is how much I expect to be able to meet the minimum amount I'm going to allocate as interest on the premium you are paying. I hope all that I'm saying is making sense. Yeah, it is. It is actually. Yes. <laughs> all that amount of premium you're paying. So it is vital when you actually agree or understand that if the policy states I can only withdraw part of my money after two years, then it means they can only disinvest after the second year of you being in a policy. And after that... So- Mm-hmm. So if you are getting the money before that two years, it's you're getting it as a loan. Yes. If you insist that you cannot wait for the duration of 24 months, but based on the fact that you have 12 months contribution with us and you now want to have money because you have money with us, we are going to give you what we term the policy loan. It comes at a viable interest rate of just 15%. That is the best you can get anywhere. It is not fixed. Mm. Not fixed in a sense that if I take it today and I pay tomorrow, I'm not paying 15%. I'm paying the duration between today and tomorrow. And how much, if I stretched 15% out, that portion, how much it would be. I hope you understand. Now, okay. again, let me let me further explain why it is not fixed. It is not fixed because somebody would actually say, "I am I want a loan. I don't want to. I don't want to take it out of my own money because I'm actually giving it to somebody. The person is going to pay with interest. Take it because, or give it to me, or give it to the person because this is how much I know I have. When the person brings it back, the person can actually pay back without me having to touch my contribution that I've made." That is another reasoning for handing out the policy loans. Now, I was explaining the uh, variable interest of that 15%. Again, it means if I take the loan today, I am only going to make an interest repayment of 15% if I allow the loan to run from the day that I received the fund to the last day of the 12th month. I hope you understand. So mm-hmm. if you exhaust, okay. <laughs> if you exhaust, <laughs> if you exhaust one year 
on a loan or 12 months on a loan, that is the only time okay. you are going to be paying in full the 15% interest allocated as policy loan. Now, let's okay. put this into okay. perspective. If I have a policy with SIC and I go and I act that I want to borrow thousands of this ideology, uh, ideologically, <laughs> ideologically, it means at the end of 12 months, the person is expected to pay back 150 cities as interest in addition to the principal taken, which is thousand. Okay. You get it. Now, yeah. if you should spread this 15% interest with the thousand city logic, if you spread, if you should spread this out, it means, <laughs> <laughs> it means the person is only going to pay every month 12 cities, 50 pesos as interest. Yeah. on the amount taken now if the person decides to pay after three months of taking the loan that is the total is multiplied by three months which is going to be three added months, to the yeah. yes going to be added to the thousand okay. the person took so if i take thousand and i pay back after three months it means i'm only going to be paying thousand and thirty seven cities fifty pesos as interest okay. and Meaning i are not paying the full exactly 15 percent of your okay exactly you get it okay. now yeah. let's talk about the interest aspect of the policy because it is a continuing policy or it's supposed to last for the longevity of your educational needs or perhaps your activeness in civil service if you decide to take um our policy or that universal policy what we are saying is the interest element to that particular policy is we are going to be paying not less than 11% of the treasury bill rates. Hope you understand. Now, all what it's trying to say is if the treasury bill should fall under 11% or under 11%, it means we are going to be staying at the 11% margin. But if you should rise to 15%, we are going to rise along with it. Hope you understand. So there is no, in, in no situation would interest element of your policy fall below 15% or sorry, fall below 11%. Now what it means is that for every premium you pay, let's say you pay 100 cities every month, it is expected that you earn in addition 11 cities on that 100 cities for as long as the hamlet keeps coming in. That is the interest aspect of the universal policy. Let's speak about the life aspect of universal policy. The universal policy yeah. categorizes the age groups of people who have decided to take it into three main categories or into three main types. People between the age of 18 to 30 are considered to be in the green red zone probably to, to make that more understandable, meaning they have a lesser risk of um, meeting their sudden demise. The middle-aged, somewhere 30 to uh, somewhat 45, they also have been categorized in a certain age group and they would um, know or it would con condition them to, 
to know exactly how much the life aspect of the universal policy would affect them or apply to them. And the last, that is 45 to 60, that is also a different category. So it means if I am 18 to 30 years and I'm taking a policy, the first time I sign on the policy and my first premium is received, if I should meet my sudden demise, the company will pay in full, no matter how much I'm paying as premium. Okay. I'll get back to that. The company is going to pay in full. If I decide to pay 60 cities, which is the minimum every month as education plan for myself. And after my second month, I, I, I unfortunately meet my, my demise. It means now whoever was listed as a beneficiary on a particular policy, even though actual payment that has been made on the policy is just 120 cities, 2000 is going to be paid in full to that beneficiary. That is the life aspect of the policy. So in all our policies that we sell, we have a life aspect to it, meaning if the policyholder happens to be no more a certain amount, which is allocated somewhat sometimes in the inception of the policy or generated okay. at the latter part of the policy based on the longevity or based on the age of the age. policy will determine, yes, how much we paid out as life benefits. We don't like to be saying death benefits, but life benefits. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That is to sum up um, our three main types of policies we have. So you can imagine if somebody decides to pay let's say a thousand cities every month on the universal policy. It means in, in, in actuality, they could be earning close to 100 and 111 cities, 110 cities every month for the rest of as long as they decide to keep the policy. Now we have something we call surrender, maturity, partial withdrawal. These are the only claims that would or generally speak towards your money or how it is handled by you. Partial withdrawal is after two years of being on the policy, you can decide for every year or for every policy year to make a part encashment of your contribution. Meaning if I have contributed a thousand cities after two years, it means I can apply for 600 cities that year. If I should save another year, the next year I can come for 60% of whatever the value would stand at at that particular time, or at that particular point okay. in time. Yes. So that is what we like to call the partial withdrawal. The, we turn a policy to be surrounded. If, let's say, all our policies are under one strict condition, it means if you take the policy today, there is an acceptable time frame that you can decide to walk back into the company and say that I am no longer interested in this policy. I hereby wish that all deductions cease henceforth. We say that based on how or what the policy says we should do for you or what you will benefit from us, our only condition is you stay on the policy for a minimum of three years. 
So the only time we can decide to walk into any of our offices and say that the policy I've taken, I realize that it's giving me too much money and I don't want too much money. So you know what, I want to surrender, I want to take all my money. <laughs> we would first take a look at the policy documents. We would examine to see how old the policy is. If your policy is okay. more than three years old, we would be much obliged because we would have actually cut off someone who was milking us or who would be milking us. We would cut you off gently <laughs> for it to go. Then again, okay. if you should walk in and we realize that the policy is just within the three-year time frame, we would caution against insisting on the policy will attract a certain fee as charge, which is basically calculated based on the age, again, very important, and the duration for which the policy has been active. Wow. Yes. So in terms of insurance, a lot of, um, a lot of view, or will I say view, I'm looking for the right word, a lot of attention is given to the age because in terms of life insurance, let's, yes. let's put it in life insurance. In terms of life insurance, yeah. we, like I said, like said in my opening statement, yes, we generally attribute health or wellness to age because it would be, it would be, I don't, I don't know how to put this. We typically think it's more sad for a 10 year old to die than a hundred year old dying. Okay. The same death. So generally age or the younger you are, the more it's assumed that you are healthier or you're stronger. Yes. So, and this is good because the aim of this this whole podcast is we are trying to look at things from the perspective of young adults. So we are okay. young. So it, this yes. this is actually like the right time for us to actually go into <laughs> life insurance and stuff like that. Because yeah, this we are young adults yet. So yes, this is this is good. This is yeah. It is so yeah, it is it is what it is. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> So, so yeah, that, yeah. That just, yeah, something small I, about. <laughs> yeah, this whole episode has been so educative. And I can promise you right now that after uh, publishing this episode, I'll, I'll listen to it like maybe a million and one times because <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so, yeah, it's so, so educative. And proud to this, proud to start this. I told you before we actually hit record button, the fact I had no idea about insurance and I was totally blank about the whole life insurance and stuff like that. So, yeah. So actually come out of this episode, this equipped with yeah, knowledge and knowing these things. And I'm just glad the listeners will also get to learn as much as I did on this episode. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Really, yes, really appreciate it. So yeah that's cool uh if you have any questions probably something i said earlier that i didn't quite get also this is understanding you could uh, yeah. yeah um i i definitely did answer ask some of my questions as we were talking because oh, okay things I, I wasn't that clear on yeah i made sure actually yeah did make you explain further and you did so, yes, so yeah, maybe some other time when we 
we are more relaxed, we can have a more deeper conversation into uh, the general principles of insurance and why it's, it has come to stay and why it must be pressurized. Because if we can attribute or we can relate life insurance with any other, we would say the closest we have is our own NHIS. It is also insurance. So if you are a member of NHIS, you know that you have you've started buying insurance not today. And insurance has somewhat, somehow, someday, somewhere benefited you. So once you pay heed to whatever is being said, at least I know and I believe that you will understand the importance of life insurance and make it part of our financial decisions. That is to just wrap it all up. Wow. So <laughs> Wow. <laughs> With that, there's nothing I can say. Like you said it all. <laughs> you said it. You said it all. So thanks for being on this episode with us. We really do appreciate it. And thanks for giving yes, us yes, yes, insight yes. on this topic. And yeah, it's it was great. And I had yes. a good time yeah, learning. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yeah. I'll, let me let me quickly drop off my information so that if you have yeah, oh, actually, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> if you have yes, um, if you have any uh, cause to inquire more, you can find more on our website. That is www.sitlifeghana.com. Again, you can um. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That is SHLifeGH. Again, you can personally write or email me on my email. That is A-B-E-L dot Arthur slash Emisa at SHLife.com.gh. That is A-B-E-L dot full stop A-R-C-H-U-R hyphen A-M-I-S-S-A-H at SHLife.com com.gh feel free to send any requests whatsoever if you're already a policy holder and probably not clear about how certain principles apply reach out whatever uh, confusion will be sorted in no time so there you have it yeah yeah thank you so um the emails and the the websites will be in the show notes so for those who are probably didn't get it so look at the show notes it will be there okay thank you thank you once more for being on this episode yes yes really 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 enjoyed this and yeah (laughs) and I hope to have you some other time you you made reference to the fact you had to look into the basic principles of insurance and stuff like that so yeah I'd definitely love to have you on oh as well I just hope it will be on a different topic because I've had to say so much today and I'm tired. I have to go find something to do. <laughs> it's been a pleasure being on your show. I've always wanted to do this. I was just waiting for that day you would ask me to do it. I had to twist your hand to have you invite me because me, I'm not celeb. I'm not celeb. I'm not celeb. No. No, no, Okay, my bad. I have I have nothing to say right now, but Dan, so thank you for being on the show. <laughs> Anytime, bro. Okay. <laughs>